0: Good morning and welcome to West Dome Gold Mines third quarter financial results conference call. I will now hand the call over to Heather Laxon to begin today's call.
1: Great, thanks, operator. Good morning, everyone. As we get underway here, we'd just like to remind everyone that during this call, we'll discuss our business outlook and make forward looking statements. These comments are based on our predictions and expectations as of today. Actual events or results could cause outcomes to differ materially due to a number of risks and uncertainties, including those mentioned in our detailed cautionary note contained in yesterday's press release and in the company's management discussion and analysis dated November 10th, 2021. Both documents are available on our website and on CDAR. Please note that all figures discussed on this call are in Canadian dollars unless otherwise stated. The slides used for this presentation and a recording of this call will be posted on the company's website. And now, it's over to Lindsay Dunlop, Vice President of Investor Relations. Thanks, Heather. Speaking on the call today will be Duncan
2: Middlemiss, President and CEO. Good morning. Scott Gilbert, CFO.
3: Good morning.
0: Marc-Andre Pelche, COO. Good morning. Mike Michaud, Vice President of Exploration. Good morning. And also on the call is Raj Gill, VP Corporate Development. Good
1: morning.
2: We will begin today with an operational review from Mark Andre, followed by a financial review from Scott. Then we will proceed with an exploration update from Mike, and
4: finally, Duncan
2: will conclude with a summary and outlook. Mark, please go ahead.
4: Thanks, Nancy. The Eagle River mine performed very well during the quarter, producing over 23,000 ounces at 13.4 grams per ton, despite some significant downtime for annual mill maintenance and the installation of the new crusher. Year-to-date, the Eagle River Complex has produced 76,773 ounces and we are very confident in hitting the mid to high point of the 92 to 105,000 ounces guidance range. We are very excited to begin the production from the Falcon 7 zone on 635 meter level. It provides a new high grade mining horizon near 20 grams per ton and creates more flexibility in the mining plan for the future. Mishi production came from the surface ore stockpile and will continue in the first half of 2022 until the de- depletion of the stockpile. At kina The production restart is going well, with initial production from the mine's original structure, the lower-grade S50 zone, yielding 5,511 ounces. We started mining the first stop in the A zone in early Q4, and grade is reconciling with expectations. We expect to achieve yearly production guidance at KINA of 15 to 25,000 ounces. We will continue to ramp up production rates in 2022, achieving full commercial production rates in Q2 2022. Several construction works are ongoing at the mine, such as improvement work at the tailing management area, construction of a new base plant, and the installation of a new water treatment facility. We are very happy with the progress we have made so far on those particular projects. Now over to Scott for a financial review.
3: Thanks, Mark. At Eagle River, the year-to-date cash cost of $983 per ounce and AISC of $1406 per ounce Canadian are within our guidance ranges. The AISC at KINA of $1891 per ounce Canadian results from the low production levels as the mine is ramping up production. Due to a change in IFRS standards, all pre-commercial revenue and costs will be included in the income statement. Once commercial production is declared, AISC is expected to be in line with the costs in the PFS. West Dome generated $35.3 million in cash margin in Q3 2021, which includes $34.2 million from Eagle River. Despite the high cash costs at Kena, it also contributed $1.1 million of cash margin. Company-wide adjusted net income was 18200000 million, $0.13 cents per share. Free cash outflow was $9.1 million, as we spent $41.1 million on capital, which included $27.5 million for the KINA restart. The bulk of the KINA CapEx spending will be finished in H1 2022. We ended the quarter with a cash balance of $69.5 million, and are well-positioned to fund all CAPEX programs and exploration activities at both Eagle River and Kena. The Kena restart has been fully funded internally. Now over to you, Mike.
4: Thanks, Scott.
2: At Eagle River, sill development is continuing at the Falcon Zone and to date has confirmed the high-grade nature of this zone and the continuity defined by the exploration drilling. In September, we released the initial set of SIL results, including 62-meter level that yielded 54 grams per ton over an average thickness of 2.1 meters over a strike length of 75 meters. This development will bring another high-grade mining front at a reserve grade of over 20 grams per ton, and production has already begun in Q4. The Falcon 7 zone confirms the potential of the surrounding volcanic rocks to host sizable deposits of goldenization. As such, the company is continuing to develop and explore the neighboring 311 west zone. To this end, we started the development on 355 meter level exploration drift, located along the western margin of the mine, to better explore the extension of the 311 zone and also the Falcon zones closer to surface. Also, surface drilling is ongoing with two drills, both east and west of the mine, to follow up on anomalous values returned from regional drilling program in 2020. At Kena, drilling continued to focus on the A Zone, and recently discovered footwall zone. Drilling has been slower than usual as a result of the industry-wide shortage of skilled drillers. However, we have since implemented measures in order to improve drilling performance going forward. The footwall zone is interpreted as several lenses of gold mineralization located within the 50 meter wide corridor adjacent to the footwall of the A2 zone. The footwall zone runs parallel to the A zone and extends at least 300 meters and remains open laterally and down plunge. Recent drilling returned 20 grams over 9 meters of core length. Additionally, the recent drilling inside and outside of the current A zone resource block model shows the potential to expand the current resource estimate, one hole returning 132 grams per tonne gold over seven point metres of length. As part of our efforts to increase exploration, we have also moved a diamond drill onto 33 major level on the east side of the Kena mine. This is to better explore a number of historic showings that remain underexplored. We are also pleased with initial surface exploration that returned over 1,500 grams per tonne over half a meter from the kill zone. And we have now extended the existing mineral resource in this area to a depth of over 300 meters from surface and is now located only 400 meters away from existing mine infrastructure. The drilling in the Shocky area discovered a new zone called Burgo, which is perpendicular to the general northwest-southeast trend. It consists of coarse quartz veins with a similar north-trended orientation of the nearby Kina A zones. Any near mine resource has the potential to add additional mill feed. Over to you Duncan.
3: Great, thanks Mike.
2: This is a very exciting time in the company's evolution from junior to intermediate gold producer. At Eagle River, we have our sights set on increasing our underground high-grade production in order to reach the mill capacity in the short term. So far this year, we have realized an average underground production rate of 650 tons per day of 13 plus gram material. In 2022, this will ramp up to just above 700 tons per day. The Falcon Zone, discovered just a few years ago outside the mine diorite, now has its first scope in production, where the reserve grade is almost 20 grams per tonne. This area is not bottlenecked with production restrictions and with additional Falcon soaps coming online throughout 2022, This will enhance our ability to gradually increase our annual mining rates. Beginning next year, with all production in Wawa coming from the high-grade underground mine, we can expect production of over 100,000 ounces per year. With our construction and development progress at Kena, we can see a pathway to an additional 100,000 ounces plus per year. The execution of the plan laid out in our Kena pre-feasibility study is going well. And we view this technical report as a base case, with the football discovery not yet a part of the production scenario. I believe the de-risking the company with an additional high-grade underground gold mine in a Tier 1 jurisdiction is a remarkable event on our path to becoming Canada's next mid-tier gold producer. We have just now mined our first stop in the A zone with very good results with regards to dilution control. The plan is to continue mining the A Zone with another four high-grade stoves to come prior to year-end. Our ramp-up with manpower and equipment is going well, and especially in a challenging and competitive environment. As stated earlier, we fully expect our unit costs to reduce at kena as we assume the production profile laid out in our PFS published in June of 2021. As a reminder, projected costs from the Kena PFS are cash costs per ounce of $471 per ounce Canadian and all in sustaining costs of $838 per ounce, not including expiration. I also want to personally thank our friend and colleague Marc-Andre Pelche, who was elected to depart Rustome for a CEO role. Mark joined the company in February of 2017 and has done a great job in optimizing Eagle River to 100,000 ounces of annual production and overseeing the exploration, development, technical studies and now startup at Kena amongst all of the additional duties he carried out over the past five years. I have personally worked with Mark off and on for nearly 13 years and I can honestly say each day was a joy as I always knew our operations were in capable hands. Bon chance, mon ami.
5: to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
0: Thank you. And if you would like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad. Again, to ask a question, please press star 1. And our first question is from Don DeMarco of National Bank Finance. Your line is open.
1: Oh, uh, thank you operator and good morning team. Um first off I'd like to congratulate Mark, um, you know, on his new role. It's, uh, you know, you've done a, a great job at uh, restarting the Keenan Mail, increasing production at Eagle, and, and I wish you continued success. Uh, my question then is, uh, when we look at your, uh, your cost guidance for the year, and I think it's, uh, 980 to 1090, Should we think of that as inclusive of the Kena pre-commercial production, or should we just wait until the – or should we exclude it and wait until Kena is into commercial production before wrapping it into our cost averages?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Don, it's Duncan. Um, No, absolutely. That is uh, Eagle River ounces only. Uh, We were, you know – just we the guidance we gave for Kena after it became sort of firmer with the PFS progress during the year was 15 to 25 thousand ounces. We feel very confident on that. Uh, we did not provide cost guidance. I mean, this whole yeah. Uh, my my favorite accounting standard is not IAS 16. I'll just let you know that. I mean the fact that we uh, you know no longer uh, credit pre-production with uh, revenue from those ounces. And have to disclose what that would be on an all-in sustaining cost is, is kind of misleading because obviously yeah. we're not really at a. I mean, we only sold three thousand ounces also of quinoa. Uh, so actually, what was remarkable is we still made money on them. So <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, actually, it's not bad. I mean, that's actually not a bad AISC for your first quarter of production, and it was a low low uh, volume of ounces. So yeah, yeah we'll look forward to yeah. Q4 and Q1 and so on.
2: Yeah. Stressing pre-commercial, too. We have not, you know, declared uh, commercial production. We really feel we're going to do that in the second quarter of uh, 2022, Don, when, you know, okay. the Pace Hill plant gets commissioned and we have sort of, a, would say, a steadier state in terms of uh, production.
1: Okay. So, so for 2021 uh, at Eagle, you're sort of approaching the top end of your production guidance. Next year, we can look forward to a higher throughput, 700 tons per day plus, um, are, are there any indications what kind of throughput we might expect out of Kina for the first year?
4: Uh, yeah, it's very uh, much like the PFS. Yeah, uh, high down. It's going to be uh, it's going to be uh, between 450 to 500 tons per day. So very very close, uh, maybe slightly higher than the PFS.
1: Okay, good to hear. And um, so we're looking at the capex spend on Kina, and now that you're into. Ah, uh, first production. So, will we? Should we throttle back our capex spend in Q4? Do you think you're through most of the the capex budget in in the Kena restart?
2: No, no I don't think so. No, we'll have a we'll still have a good capital outlay. I'd say in Q1 and Q2. Of course, you know, proudly say we're we're organically funded. I mean, we've got 69 million dollars in the bank
1: and a line of credit, which I don't believe we'll ever touch. So that's that's fine. Right, right. Uh, and ca- the cash balance is actually up quarter over quarter. Okay, great. That's all for me. Thanks, guys. Great.
0: Thank you. And our next question is from Ralph Profetti of 8Capital. Your line is open.
6: Okay, great. Uh, thanks, operator. Um, good morning, Duncan, and, and best wishes and luck to uh, Marc-Andre in the future. Um, Duncan, I want to ask you about... Uh, this 311 West and I'm taking a look at it and and I'm just wondering how should we be thinking about it Um, you know is this part of the story where we can start to connect the seven zone and the Falcon zone or 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 are we you know testing targets um, you know into the volcanics? and how far west are we going to be testing targets
2: Uh, Spike here. The um, the 311 parallels the 7 zone in the diorite, and then, you know, the Falcon 7 zone, of course, you know, we know now that it joins with the the old 7 zone in the mine. So right now we've been uh, having some pretty good success extending the 311 zone through the diorite into the volcanics. And, um, you know, we're testing this. We think it's going to be parallel to the... um, uh the seven the Falcon seven zone as well. So this is why we're putting in that three fifty five meter level uh development in. First it's gonna be so we can drill off this this new three eleven what we'll call Falcon three eleven zone right now. Okay. And um, also the seven zone and then we can use that development for uh mining later. And but what I like about it is because you know, now if we have two zones in the volcanics in that area that are up our higher elevations in the mine, that really debottles things, you know, at the, the bottom part of the mine. But also that development, which is going to go about 500 metres west of the diary, puts us out into the volcanics so we can drill more targets from there. And certainly, you know, we see the 8-zone extending out there. We see the 5-zone extending out there. Uh, and we've had some... Some, some pretty good hits out there with the surface drilling already. We still have a lot more drilling to do, but I think that area looks really good to us, so we're going to definitely spend a lot of effort out there this year.
6: Okay, great. Yes, that's exactly what I was looking for. Um, okay, and, and should we, uh, second question, should we expect the footwall zone in the year-end resource uh, update, and would it be most correct to assume that you'll Probably only be able to get 300 meters of down plunge extent into that estimate.
2: Yeah, that's um, you know, this. Uh, we certainly, our goal is to get uh, all of the all of that that 300 meters of wall zone into a resource. I would say just because of the you know the slower drilling that's been done there. Uh, a because you know we've, we've had a shortage of some drillers, which we've kind of fixing that problem now. But it's also because it's steep and it's at a bad angle, you know, these long holes has slowed down the, the number of drill intersections as well. Um, we certainly are planning to put in uh a new exploration drift into the footwall so we'll be able to drill it off and drill off its extension next year but for the end of this year um, we're going to certainly try to get all those ounces in albeit inferred um, we may not get them all but we're certainly that's our goal I mean we like the zone um, you know we keep drilling into it and hitting gold there so you know we're we're, we're pretty happy to see how it's uh, how big it's going to get and then how we can then incorporate into the mine plan but you know, a lot of that, um, you know, sort of the confident grades and tons there probably won't come until maybe next year after we've got, uh, you know, the the new waste development in the hanging wall so we can drill it off properly.
6: Yeah, yeah. That's excellent. Okay, thanks all.
2: Yeah, I I think one of the the, the issues we have here is because the the ramp, you know, as it, it extends down deeper, we're going to get better and better drill platforms and so really uh, just alluding to what Mike said, I mean, is definitely, it, it definitely uh, you know, sort of a down-dip uh, drilling at a non-ideal angle. You definitely want to get a lot more perpendicular to, uh, to the zone to, to truly understand its characteristics. So um, I think that that football drift will go a little long way to, to
3: help us with that.
0: Thank you. And our next question is from Ryan Walker of Echelon Partners. Your line is open.
1: Hi guys, yeah, just uh, back to to the drilling. Uh so in the you know, you had fairly aggressive or very aggressive programs planned for both mines. Where would you say you are in the grand scheme of things relative to the the initial goals? And then uh I I guess what's in the hopper essentially for for results you have to come out there in the lab and we we've, we've heard from, you know, everyone and their uncle that, that lab delays are are pretty uh pretty extensive right now.
2: Yeah, we're certainly um uh, we've done well with surface drilling, I would say, over the last few months, at both at Eagle and Kena. Uh, and that's why we are able to, you know, extend Preskill and that new Borgo zone, so we are happy about that. Underground at Eagle, the drilling's coming back online. I would say that, you know, the aggressive plan we had for expiration this year, when the drilling meter started to, you know, fall short because of, you know, COVID and, and whatnot, we kind of pulled in our horns and said, let's get our, let's replace our ounces first. That we're going to mine out this year, so we kind of cut back a little bit on the underground exploration at Eagle. Uh, certainly on the the, the Kena side, um, uh, it's been a bit of a challenge. We've certainly made some changes, and and um, you know we're going to continue to to drill off that that footwall zone um, there.
1: Okay, great. And then just in terms of is there stuff in the lab now that, you know, we'll see over the next several weeks um, in the interim? Yeah, we've had some results back
2: from the Keenan football zone, uh, so we might be making a release on that later, maybe before Christmas. Uh, certainly we have some, some some hits too at Eagle that we want to probably get out there uh, within the next few uh, weeks here as well. Um, but, yeah, we, we we do have some results coming, and, and uh, I think with, with that slow part we went through in the summer with the, with the drilling problems, I think that that's getting corrected now, so we'll have more steadier news flow as we go forward here.
1: Great. Thanks. That's it for me. Great. Thanks, Ryan.
0: Thank you. And there are no further questions at this time. This concludes today's conference call. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect.
5: Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit
0: card bill. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.